<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. Um, If you are on TikTok, you may or may not have seen a video that sent both of us into a fucking blind rage last week. Um, There is a video of a young woman who's calling people fat pigs because they eat after 8 p.m. Basically... TLDR, she's like, oh, you're so famished that you you just have to eat after 8 p.m. You're such a fat pig. And that's exactly what she fucking sounds like. I'm not going to be mean to her any more than I already am, but fuck her. Um, I'm not going to give her any any energy. Uh, we're not going to name drop her because they, she doesn't deserve our time and energy. But let's talk about this whole you can't eat after dark thing because this isn't a new conversation um, at all. No. Like, I feel like eating after eight has been demonized for decades, and it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, So we're going to see what the science says, what happens to you if and when you eat after midnight, and how you deal with people like this fucking chick on TikTok. Uh, One, ignore them, because they're liars. I Uh, reported her. I reported her for harm, and TikTok didn't do anything. So apparently, (laughs) apparently fucking pushing people into eating disorders is okay. They're guidelines are strange social media doesn't give a fuck about your mental health.com <laughs> um so why science says it's okay to eat after 8 p.m yeah um have you ever heard the saying eat breakfast like a king lunch like a prince and dinner like a pauper that just basically means start big with your meals and get smaller as the day goes on but is that really a great strategy um i guess it depends on what you're doing if you're not working out and you're just gonna like fast all the time to lose weight sure that might be a decent way to go but uh, if you're going to be lifting weights, this is not the way. Mm, like no. if you've watched The Mandalorian, we all know this is the way. Well, this <laughs> shit ain't the way. So uh, you want to schedule your meal times to support your workouts. And if you train at the end of the day, this whole eating like a popper at the end of the day thing's really going to fuck you because you want to eat to support your workouts. So you're going to be eating more of your food later in the day because that's yeah. how the science works you have to be able to give your body the sustenance for it to go do the thing that you want it to yeah. do in the gym spoiler alert if you're giving yourself poverty calories you're going to have poverty workouts and you might pass out yeah and you're not going to see the things the gains that you're wanting to see nope. or the progress that you're wanting to get to by not supplementing those workouts with proper 
food intake. And I have learned this the hard way. If I have learned anything, eat before leg day. Like you don't want to eat a rice cake and a dry salad right before you go train legs because you will die. (laughs) And and at the very least, you'll have a shitty workout. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We know a calorie is a calorie and that they aren't all created equal. So to lose weight, you just need to be in a deficit, right? Well, some studies would have you believe that your metabolism slows down after a certain time of night, but ultimately it doesn't matter as long as you're making better food choices. Also, let's talk about how your metabolism works. Your metabolism yeah. doesn't give a fuck about what time of day no, it is. It, it just not. burns. Yep. It just burns. And it's spoiler alert, it is a machine. The more that you train, the faster your metabolism burns and the more food you get to eat. So fuck their eight o'clock rule. <laughs> have a sub sandwich yes. for dinner and like... <laughs> eat snacks because guess what you did the work you get to eat congratulations that's part of the fun of working out you get to eat so much food yeah so much food it's so you have to eat so much food you do otherwise you will be laying on the floor (laughs) um but your body i mean your body needs to burn a certain number of calories to perform its functions every day that's Mm -hmm. the tdee the total daily energy expenditure you've heard us talk about before yes um that is how you find your macros that is how you figure out what your basal metabolic rate is like Mm -hmm. all of these things are all tied together if you have any more questions about tdee or macros check out our episode what the fuck is a macro Mm -hmm. or either of our conversations with tactic nutrition because we cover all of those things in pretty big depth but yeah um tldr your metabolism doesn't give a fuck about what time of day it is no it really doesn't (laughs) your quality of food does matter but ultimately at the end of the day specifically if you're trying to lose fat I didn't say weight. I said fat. Mm -hmm. All that is required is to be eating less calories than your body needs to function in a day, which would be your total daily energy expenditure. And there are calculators online. We have show notes on our website, meatheadtestkitchen.com, for you to calculate those things. If you don't know where to start, send us an email, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com, and we can point you in the right direction. This doesn't mean that you're slashing your calories to barely eating that 1,200 calorie a day shit that I don't even know where it came from, but it's so goddamn annoying because I did it myself. Oh yeah. It's the worst. Um, whoever, whoever created that needs to be punched in the nads. I'm pretty sure it was probably a dude. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say 100% (laughs) positive, but I'm 99% positive. Um, all this means is that you're, uh, being in a slight calorie deficit, which means that that's like 200 calories less than what your body needs to function on a daily basis. That's it. Yep. That is a calorie deficit. It could be a hundred calories. It's still a deficit. We were going to, uh, we're going to do an entire episode on deficit in depth really soon. just because I think that it's been talked about a lot. I actually sent Sadie a message the other day. I was like, I'm just going to hop on um, the app and do like an update on deficit because no one, everyone keeps saying you need to be in a caloric deficit, but doesn't really go into what that means. And based on what your goals are, it could mean something different than somebody else. Caloric deficit is one of those buzz terms. I feel like the, it, it is an actual term. Like it's a useful term. You will yeah. talk, we talk about caloric deficit a lot when we talk to people about losing weight. However, um, it's one of those things where people make it more than what it really is. Caloric mm-hmm. deficit is just eating less than what you're burning. And that could be a hundred calories. That could be 150. That could be 200 calories. Like, yes, yep. it's going to take you a minute. You're not going to lose 50 pounds in a month, but you don't want to lose 50 pounds in a month because your skin's going to be saggy. Your body's going to hate you. Your energy's going to feel like shit. You're not even well, going to know you want to talk are. about things that fuck up your metabolism. Yeah, that would be it. That would be it. If you starve yourself, that is the surefire way to fucking wreck anything that your body is going to do for you. You're going to put your body in a tailspin to you in a number of ways. Yeah. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I'm sure your doctor would advise you the same. Do not 
<laughs> yeah. lose 50 pounds in one month. No. And uh, so somebody emailed us last week and they were asking about um, caloric deficits. Like, hey, I'm lifting and I'm eating about 1700 calories a day. And I was like, okay, first I'm going to tell you to eat you? more shorter than me. So here is um, TLDR of it. When I was going from 200 pounds to not 200 pounds, the lowest I got on my caloric intake was 1750. And I felt like shit mm. on mm-hmm. those days. 1750 is the lowest I went. I tell that to people and they look at me like their head's going to explode because, because I'm already 550 calories over what they thought needed to be their lowest. Exactly. It's like, no. Yeah. The 1200 calories will support like a toddler. Mm-hmm. Like, and most of the people in our audience are adults. Um, 1200 calories a day. If you are living on bed rest, 1200 calories will suffice you. If uh, anything other than that, you need more food. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything other than that, you need more food. <laughs> Like it's to put it in the most stark way possible, because I feel like sometimes that's how the shit needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Like unless you are bedridden, you need to be eating more than 1200 calories a day. Yeah. And even then you're probably Mm -hmm. on more than 1200 calories a day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's, it doesn't matter what you see on TikTok. It doesn't matter what some fucking influencer tells you. It doesn't matter what you see at 3 a.m. on a TV. They're selling you something. Yeah, that's the first question to ask. When you see something and you're not sure if you really believe it, the first question you should be asking is, are they selling me something? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Here's the South Beach diet. Fuck the South Beach diet. (laughs) Like, who gives a shit? Don't do it. Don't don't fall into their trap. Don't fall into their trap. You need to be eating food and you especially need to be eating food if you're going to the gym. Yeah, exactly. That is non-negotiable. <laughs> non-negotiable. If it's what and how much you eat and how much physical activity you do during the whole day that determines whether you gain, lose, or maintain your weight, is there anything more or less than that? No, that's it. It's It's what you eat, how much you move your body, and what you're doing during the day. That's going to ultimately dictate, did you do enough to lose a half yeah. a pound of fat today? If that's whatever, your goal. You know, if that's your yeah. goal. Don't don't get sucked in to the bullshit, please. Like, I feel like yeah. we say that a lot, but we need to remind people a lot because it's easy to get sucked into that bullshit. So nothing it's, more, nothing less. It's, it's just what you do during the day. And that's why it's important to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Like when we have talked about like just keep driving that point home. Like be honest with yourself. It's not about what you want to do. It's about what you're actually doing. If you're sitting on your couch watching Netflix seven days a week and that's what you're doing, then you're sedentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you have a lightly active job, you're considered sedentary because in order to be moved out of that, I don't remember what I can't without pulling it up, don't know the specific parameters, but it's pretty specific when you go to any calculator. It'll break it down for you. A person who's considered moderately active does this, this, and this every single week, every single day. Um, Most people typically, especially when you're first starting out, you're going to be considered lightly active. Anybody who's um, highly active is is somebody who's working out and also has a manual labor job. They're working out, they're moving around all day, heavy stuff all day for their job. Yep. Um, Northwestern University researchers found that eating at night led to twice as much weight gain, even when total calories consumed were the same. But this research was done on mice. Yep. And the last time I checked, mice are not human beings. (laughs) Um, We're a little more complex. A mouse is the size of my big toe. So uh, the reason for the weight gain isn't known because it wasn't 
this test was not performed on human beings. Mm-hmm. And a single mouse study should not cause us to toss out the wealth of evidence that supports the calorie in, calorie out theory. And notice it's it's theory. It's not the law because right. that's how science works. We operate under theories for a really, 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 really long time mm-hmm. until we have enough evidence to say, oh shit, that's true. That's a fucking law. Yeah. And even then with science, sometimes you have to roll back a law and change it. That's yeah. the beauty of science. Like people, yeah. people try to come at us sometimes on TikTok and they're like, oh, well, this disagrees with that. Well, that's great. That's an old article. You, you cherry picked me an article from nine years ago, bro. Like <laughs> try harder. That's the other thing too about the internet. <laughs> like you can find anything that supports your facts. Yeah. It just is your facts, though. quote unquote. Yeah. Um, it's called, um, what is it called? Confirmation bias. Yes. You can find anything that you want that will solidify your your point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean it's factual and correct. Yeah, we fuck with doctors and scientists and actual medical studies. Mm-hmm. We don't just Google things and pull the first fucking link that we find off of right. Google.com. So. Off of a headline. Yeah, uh, we're not those people. And uh, hopefully you expect better of us like we expect better of us because damn, uh, you deserve better. Yes. So as long as you're within your macros for the day, fuck what the clock says, eat yeah. And if you're hungry and you're over your macros by 150 calories, but your eat. body was telling you it needed food, eat. eat it. Think about it this way. If a small child came up to you and said, hey, I'm hungry, would you give them a snack? Or would you say, no, it's after 8 p.m. You're not allowed to eat. I mean, I know people like that. And but, they shouldn't have kids. Well, <laughs> um, that wasn't proving the point very no, well but, at all. <laughs> but no, I, I actually know people that have told their kids, no, it's after this time. You can't have a snack. Go to bed. Um, but... Like you, if, if a small child is coming up to you, telling you that they're starving, you would feed them. If your pet came up to you and was like, obviously showing you that they're fucking hungry, you would feed them. Why would yourself be any different? Exactly. Don't starve yourself. (laughs) It's not fun. Uh, you're not a mogwai. This is a dated reference. It's going to make us be as old as we are because we're both in our thirties. Uh, but if you've ever seen the movie gremlins, here's, here's what happens. Um, you feed the mogwai after midnight and it turns into a monster. So mm-hmm. Gizmo, the, the lead character of Gremlins, is that cute little fuzzy guy. They're called Mogwais. You're not a Mogwai. You're not going to yeah. turn into a fucking monster if you eat after midnight. We're dating ourselves. I don't care, but it's <laughs> one of the best Christmas movies ever. Um, and if you if you don't feed the Mogwai, it won't turn into a monster. You're not going to be a fucking Gremlin. Right. And you're since you're not a Mogwai because they're not real, yeah. uh, this rule does not apply to you. Remember that your body is going to fast for ideally eight to 10 hours while you are sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's what you're, you're not eating while you're sleeping. Um, Unless typically, you're super talented. Well, you could, you could be someone who <laughs> or uh, sleepwalks. Or that too. Um, but if you want to have a pre-bed snack, do it. Especially if you're going to be training in the morning. Yes. Especially. Take a, take a page out of the book of runners and look at carb loading. I, I looked up carb loading specifically earlier when I was writing these notes out. Um, we're not going to mention carb loading like in detail because you can look that up. It's pretty easy to figure out what carb loading is. You just fucking front load your carbs right before your event so that you have all those stored. Kind of the same thing on a shorter schedule. So if Sasha's going to wake up at 4.30 to go hit a run at 5, she's going to eat before she goes to bed because she doesn't have time to cram food in her mouth in that 30 minutes that she's going to wake up, get dressed, <laughs> take a shit, convince herself how to roll or convince herself to roll out of bed and get dressed. Like mm-hmm. you, you got to work with your own time schedule. And I feel like that's how people sabotage themselves sometimes. Yeah, I agree with that. And I kind of added to these notes a little lower down, but everybody's going to be a little bit different. So if you're training in the morning, most people don't 
want to eat a ton of food before they go train for whatever they're doing, especially if it's 4.30 in the morning, a la me. Yeah. Um, Hi, buddy. <laughs> How are you? But um, like this morning, for example, like last night I ate later than I normally would. I think it was about eight o'clock. It was just before eight o'clock, but I knew I was getting up at 4.30 this morning and with hopes to be at the gym by five. There's no way I'm eating a full on breakfast before I go do anything that early in the morning. God, no. So I grab a quick hitting carb on my way over there and then I was good. I mean, I was, I'm usually hungrier earlier in the day, the earlier I wake up. Weird how that works. Biology. Yeah, right. Um, Science. But just remember too, that your schedule is going to be different from other people. If you're an overnight worker, you're working the swing shift, you can't eat past 8 PM. Yeah. How does that even remotely apply to you? (laughs) Yeah. Well, like that's the biggest, um, the biggest thing that throws me when I see that shit, it's like, I have a bunch of friends that work in the industry. They don't wake up until four in the afternoon. You're telling them Mm -hmm. that they can't eat. You have a four hour window. It's a 20 hour fast. Like what? Like when you don't even want to get into intermittent fasting. When you look at it that way, you realize just how moronic the entire fucking concept of not eating after eight really is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For real. Like, for real. Don't eat after eight. But I live after eight. Right. Even just like a specific putting, even if it's not specifically 8 p.m., um, but just any time frame on when you're eating. Yeah. Like it just seems absurd. If you're going to move big weight, you need to be eating. Um, let that girl have her miserable don't eat after 8 p.m. mantra where she calls people names and probably thinks that you can survive on 1,200 calories a day. I bet she's a fucking blast at parties. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, pass. Hard yeah. pass. Um, and don't let this person get to you. Like, you're going to hear it often if you follow enough people in the fitness space. Yeah. Um, you have to get really good at tuning just the bullshit out. We say that a lot on this podcast because it doesn't apply to you. It doesn't apply to anyone, really. Any normal adult human. And I shouldn't say normal. Like, any of health adult human it doesn't apply to you let the miserable fucking people out there be miserable we have shit to do right you want muscles that requires food get your fucking fork out and dig in (laughs) yeah fork up here we go (laughs) um also remember that we all have different schedules we all go to bed and get up at different times so not eating past a certain time is um an archaic way of thinking yeah (laughs) at the very least um make your schedule work for you Mm -hmm. um don't don't let anybody else dictate what you do based on shame. Like we've talked about shame being a motivator before, and it is a good motivator when it comes from inside yourself. Internal shame is completely different than external shame. External shaming is fucking bullshit. And if anybody is shaming you for anything that you do, you don't need that person in your life. That person's toxic. They need help. They should go to therapy because they clearly aren't okay with themselves. But projection. It sure is. And goddamn, do we know a little bit about projection? (laughs) I Uh, do it myself. (laughs) I do sometimes. And I think we all do. I think we all project, to be fair, not to like get all mental healthy again on you this episode, but I think we all project. Like we're all. That was one thing about learning about dealing with a narcissist that I figured out is like if you grew up at the hands of a narcissist, you you not might not necessarily yourself be a narcissist, mm-hmm. but you adapt those traits. Yeah. Um, and fucking projection is one of those things <laughs> that I got and I'm not happy about it. Um, but this whole, you know, eating after eight thing is another quote unquote concept that's brought to you by diet culture to make you feel bad about yourself. Because when you feel bad about yourself, you're willing to buy their snake oil and that's how they get paid. Well, not only that, but like, think about the marketing. I remember specifically an infomercial that I watched. They were marketing because they were 
jumping off this don't eat, don't eat after a certain time of day thing and then per, like advertising a pill that would then mm, once you didn't eat after that point in time you could take that and it would burn fat overnight oh a thermogenic on an empty stomach that's yeah. a great idea yeah it wasn't even it, i don't think it was a thermogenic but it was it was like an appetite suppressant yeah Ugh. which by taking, the way taking like anything if on an you empty want stomach. an appetite suppressant drink some fucking water mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally drink some water and one i wouldn't i understand that there are habits behind eating patterns um and i think that the habits drive things more so than like you feel like you're hungry constantly yes you're habitually eating constantly yep. you know like when you get to that point so I think that like thinking about habits again, we do a whole entire episode on habits, how they're formed, why they are the way they are, um, and all that kind of shit. And I don't remember what episode number it's that called, is. It's called Don't Go Cold Turkey, and it's like epi- it's one of the first 10. It's like five or six, I think. And then The Power of Healthy Habits, basically, yeah, something that like too. that. We did another episode on that. But like there are habitual things that you do in your life that you're not even thinking about, and one of those can be eating. Yep. Um, Forcing yourself or living under the mantra that you have to stop eating at a certain time of day forms, one, a really fucking terrible relationship with food, um, and it causes really shitty eating habits, Yeah, in um, my opinion. I think, I think the external input, we'll call it, I think it's bullshit, but in this yeah. situation, we're going to call it input from diet commercials that we see, mm. um, has done a lot to mentally fuck all of us. Uh, And I see it every day on social media. Like I see the way that women talk to each other about losing weight. Um, I see the way that people compliment somebody after they lost a hundred pounds, yep. by the way, don't you look tell, great. Don't tell somebody that just lost a hundred pounds. Hey, you look great. They looked great before too. Just yeah. FYI. Yeah. Uh, as, as someone that was that person, like people value you differently when you get thin. Uh, That is 100% a thing, but thin shaming is also still there. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go on a whole rant about how thin shaming is worse than fat shaming because they're equally fucking terrible. Uh, But don't thin shame someone just like you would fat shame someone. So what? I'm skinny now. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I always mind your business. I always cringe when people are like, oh my God, you look so great to someone who has lost a ton of weight. Like I, I feel like I would pers, I would just feel terrible. It It makes you feel this big right like i didn't look great before maybe i wasn't as healthy as i could have been but like that's that's the thought process that goes through my mind i i just yeah also i think i i just started telling people that's great that you think i look great but i didn't fucking do this for you yeah yeah there's that too you could say that and that'll shut that shit down (laughs) real fast just saying they don't know what to say. They don't. And you know what? When you say something fucking stupid like that to somebody, you should come back with something like that and they should feel embarrassed because that's how it should work. That's how shame should work. When you're a stupid fucker, you should be shamed for being a stupid fucker. Um, but do we do do we demonize the diet industry a lot? Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because it's fucking terrible and it deserves all the ire in the world. Yeah. Um, this is one of those ideas that they buried into our heads with way too many ads and bad pseudoscience. Calories don't magically cost more after eight. So don't mm-hmm. let it get to you too terribly much, please. As long as you're making solid food choices for you, whatever that looks like, and or you're in a caloric deficit deficit or you're at maintenance or maybe you're fucking bulking. Yeah. The bottom line is that time is a flat circle. Someone please, please email me us and tell me that you got that reference. And when you eat, um, sorry, all I could think of was flat earthers. Uh, no, it's not that. Um, and when you eat is going to vary by person. And I know we say that a lot because it does. It does. It I really eat does. at 
like starkly different times than Sadie eats. Sasha wakes up hungry. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't feel like eating. Like, yeah, I ingest calories for the first several hours of the day that I'm awake, but I don't eat until probably after, like if I wake up at 10, I'm probably not eating my first meal till one thirty or two. Yeah. But I'm still, you know, drinking water, mm-hmm. having maybe a cup of coffee, maybe a soda. Um, I'll throw like a protein shake in. That's a good way to use a protein shake. If your body yeah. doesn't want to actually digest full food yet, but you can get liquid in there, do it. Yeah. Give your body that sustenance. It needs it. Um, you just have to figure out what your personal clock is like. Yeah. And it's going to look different. So you don't eat for the first three hours of the day. You, you like, I used to be that kid that I would go to family events for breakfast and they wouldn't let me leave the table until my plate was empty. Well, guess what? My plate never fucking moved because I wasn't hungry and right. they just made me sit there the whole time. Like I was that kid growing up. So if you're that kid too, it's okay. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with you. You're not doing anything wrong. Listen to your body. Give it what it needs when it asks for it and you'll be fine. Exactly. Like personally, I'm not going to go to bed starving just because someone told me in yeah. 1982 I couldn't eat past a certain time. No shit. Like <laughs> this information no, is older than we it's, are for it's literally sake. older than us. Do you know what going to bed start like you know what that feels like? You oh, know that terrible. feeling it's if you terrible. stop eating at a certain time. Um like going to bed starving for me means that I'm waking up starving and um, either that or I'm lightheaded yeah. and I'm definitely not ready to work out in the morning then because I have to eat something more than just like a box of raisins. Yeah, <laughs> when if- I, when, if I would have just ate when I was hungry the night before, right before I went to bed, your body's still going to digest the food regardless. The calories are still going to add up to the same amount of calories. Your body is a machine. It's still going to process those things. Maybe you'll have a bigger dump in the morning. So what? Shitting is great. Shitting is great. There's our poop <laughs> reference for the day. But no, for real, like um, one of my best friends from high school had a colonoscopy yesterday and I was talking to her the day before and I was like, how's your ass? And she's like, you know, I, I get why people are so like, ah, after they do a cleanse because you feel empty. And it's like, yeah, I've never done a cleanse before, but like when you get the runs, like if you have food poisoning and you empty your entire system out, the way that you feel when you're done praying to God and shitting into that toilet for two (laughs) hours, you feel great. You're like, wow, I'm light. I'm clean. Sweet. And she's like, you did it. I was like, oh, I don't ever want to have a colonoscopy. Getting old sucks. Yeah. Uh, But... So then I got to send the follow-up, how was your ass, after she had her colonoscopy yesterday. Amazing. Uh, Being an adult is fun, right? (laughs) Um, Ultimately, food is fuel. And don't overthink it, because if you're moving your body, you need to fuel your body. We've talked about this in great detail. Uh, The the entropy thing, like Mm -hmm. entropy, you know, matter can neither be created nor destroyed. Like, it's just a transfer of matter and energy at all times, and that's what food is doing for you. Yeah. So don't let this fucking girl with bad Botox. Like, I don't like to call out people for their cosmetic surgery, but if you're calling people, if if you're calling people fat pigs on the internet, I'm fucking coming for you. I'm going to be mean to you in front of your dad. And it's not just like, um, that specific person. It's a lot of people. I mean, Mm. I'm sure that other people have seen the people in the comments calling her thin spo. I'm like, no, what are you doing? And I like oh. we can't like save everyone, but no. there's also like a clip. I think it's Chloe Kardashian Car- of Chloe ah, Chloe Kardashian going around where she's like, I just don't understand people who can just like sit and eat ice cream and they gain all this weight. So she's you know shaming people, but this Says woman the also had, had like more plastic surgery. surgery than I paid you for had your fucking university college degrees. You had you had fat taken out of your stomach and put in your ass, like just yeah. because and like how nice it must be to come home and have somebody preparing your meals for you yeah. or your 
you know, trainer come to your house. Like not everybody has the same access to the shit that she does. So I, I hate shit like that because it makes ordinary people. And honestly, there are a lot of young girls in the world that look up to her and just to have that type of a person speaking down on people and shaming people for not have I'm basically not having access to what she does. Yeah. Like it's it's infuriating and it just adds to the toxicity that is diet culture. It furthers um discussions, it further like bad discussions, <laughs> misinformation. Yeah. It furthers, you know, girls having, you know, from a young fucking age having body issues because they think they have to look a certain way because now I mean, when we were kids, it was um, we wanted Teen to, Magazine. Yeah, we wanted to look like Mandy Moore and Christina but Aguilera. But now it's Instagram, Hilton, you know? Now, yeah. Now it's perfect pictures on Instagram of all these people who have professional photographers taking their photos with good lighting, and they're never going to look like that. It's just, I think, I didn't mean to like totally derail oh, this. No, but by all means. I think I'm, it's a, I'm a, gonna keep going, a so conversation that needs to be had because I, I just remember how I felt when I was growing up. I felt like in high school, specifically my senior year, I weighed, I was as tall as I am now. So I'm five, seven and a half, five, eight, maybe. Um, I weighed 98 pounds. And I thought that I had to do that. If I ate anything, I specifically put a gym class after lunch. So if I ate anything, I could immediately go burn it off, quote unquote, if you're listening to this and not watching. Yeah. I, ha- I was in a competition with my mom because she was taking Herbalife shit or something and never eating. She'd eat- I'd watch her just eat. I'd only see her eat like three saltine crackers yeah. in a day. Drink slim fast. I grew yes. up with my parent, my mom and my older. So my, my sibling is nine years older than me. Um, so I grew up in a house with a boomer and a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, but they, uh, they did slim fast and I watched them drink slim fast as a kid. And my sister was a fucking child and she's Mm -hmm. drinking slim fast. I'm like, first of all, to my mother, she wasn't ever fucking home. That's why my sister was drinking slim fast. Why was your daughter drinking slim fast? Cause Mm -hmm. you were never fucking there. Um, but we also, it also brings out a huge thing in my mind that really pisses me off. And it's the, uh, it's the wealth inequality gap that we're fucking dealing with in society right Mm -hmm. now. Khloe Kardashian can say that it's so fucking easy to do X, Y, and Z because she has literally more fucking money than she'll ever know what to do with. And access to anything that she could possibly need. And access to literally anything. I grew up broke as fuck. Yeah. I grew up eating government fucking peanut butter that tasted like shit because my mom was a single mom because my fucking asshole father beat the shit out of her and she finally left. Like, we ate shitty garbage food as a kid. I grew up on shitty garbage food, like hamburger helper, like fucking ramen noodles every day, without, microwave instant mac. With like, all, without also, like, I mean, now we know that there are things that you can add to those things yeah, to make, make them, them more healthy, um, like, like with some protein and stuff, but there, we didn't have access to that shit. No, we had no, no idea when yeah. I was eight years old cooking for myself, because right. who the fuck knows where my parents are, and my sister right. had graduated high school, so she was in college, like... They don't give any consideration to anybody that's not like them. Um, Let me say, I've lived on both sides. I've lived in a fucking stupid expensive house with a pool in the backyard in a gated community with neighbors that are millionaires. Rich Mm -hmm. people fucking suck. (laughs) The ultra rich fucking suck. 
They're terrible people. They assume that everyone should do what they do because they fucking have money and that's just how it works. Surprise for the rest of the world. It ain't fucking like that. So if you live in somewhere that is a food desert, you need to figure out how to make that work for you. If you live somewhere that you have shitty availability of products, find the best ones you can and make it work for you if you can. Like it's all about making it work for you. You can't let somebody's cookie cutter bullshit from some fucking celebrity that's had their nose done four different times because they didn't like how it looked the first three tell you how to live your life healthfully. They don't fucking live their lives healthfully at all. They've had plastic surgery more times than I could fucking (laughs) count on one hand. Well, and the other thing too, like that, I I mean, we brought this up several times and it's kind of, it's depending on who you follow on social media is becoming more of a conversation, Mm -hmm. but we have got to stop the, the word choices when we're talking about other space in any space. You're right. Any space, but your your words words, fucking matter. They matter. (laughs) They hold weight and they can affect somebody's life, whether you're intending them to or not either positively or negatively. So like, especially like just surrounding this conversation, stop shaming people for whatever the hell they're doing. It's not your life. They didn't ask for your fucking opinion. And if they're doing the thing for them, it feels shitty when they're not supported. So yeah. either shut the fuck up or be positive. Yeah, those are your options. Either keep your fucking mouth shut or help lift that person up. There are no other options. Those are it, A and B. Yep. It's, we just, we need to stop just being, I don't, I'm, there's negativity. I'm going to be negative from time to time. I just, I hate the shaming that, that happens when it comes to specifically, since we're on this podcast, mm. you know, fitness and nutrition, like it's not, it's not overcomplicated and it shouldn't be, I, I just get pissed off because there's so many people out there that get shamed for doing anything. You can be quote unquote healthy and look and appear to other people like you're overweight. Yeah. So like, you don't know what the fuck that person's doing. And if you specifically don't, and you don't know them and they're a stranger and you have no intimate knowledge of them or their life, shut the fuck up. So you said negativity and this, this came into my brain. Um, I saw a meme a couple weeks ago and it said, they said, don't punch Nazis, but I haven't heard one word from Richard Spencer since he got cold cocks cold cocked uh they said be civil but scott pruitt resigned because people were mean to him be mean to mean people do them dirty Mm. in front of their dad fuck mean people dude you have every right if somebody is being a dick to you you have every right to fucking be a dick right back fuck turning the other cheek give them what they give you back because that's how you make a point so if if somebody is shaming you for something don't let it don't let it make you feel bad use that anger that you have and focus it back at that fucking asshole. I'll fucking show you. you. That's what I do. Spite is such a great (laughs) motivator, fam. I will. Oh my God. Don't tell me I can't. Yeah. Fucking watch me, bitch. (laughs) I will fucking do it. (laughs) I will bet on myself every fucking time and I'm going to win. Amen. And I think with that, that's it. So if you're hungry, fucking eat. eat. (laughs) Can we stop calling people fat pigs? Because that shit doesn't feel good to hear about yourself. And if you're one of those people that uses words like that, please reconsider your word choices. Please reconsider your word choices. What you say matters to people a lot. Yeah, it does. Um, And we've talked about it before. You have no fucking idea what kind of, hi Mario, what kind of (laughs) mental battle somebody is fighting in their own head today. And your shitty comment could be what pushes them over the edge. Do you want to be the fucking reason that someone leaves the earth because you made a shitty comment on social media? Probably not. Or in real life? Yeah, probably not. Um, 
just be kind to each other. I know that we say that a lot, but it's it's seriously free and you don't you just don't know that people, human beings are on the uh, the receiving end of whatever comment you're making, positive, negative or otherwise. So maybe just spend that'll be our uh, challenge for this week. Spend some time thinking about yeah. that. If it feels like it's going to come out like with venom, put it, put it in a notepad on your phone yeah. and see how many of those you have in your phone at the end of the week. If you've yeah. got quite a few, maybe that's a sign you need to rework some things in your brain. Yeah. Make sure that you follow us on all the social medias at meathead test kitchen everywhere, except for Twitter. We're at MTK staff. If you've got questions, um, send us an email. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. The show notes um, will be at meatheadtestkitchen.com. And make sure that you grab the latest MTK merch. We've yeah, got yeah. hoodies. We've got beanies. We've got winter Backpacks. shit. It's fall outside. Um, or hit up our Amazon store at meatheadtestkitchen.com. You can get the merch um, via the link on our website. Otherwise, you can go to shop at herdatmedia.com. Yep. Um, and until next week, we love you guys. Be nice to each other. The world sucks enough the way it is. We don't need to be out there being dicks. Yep. Unless you're being a dick to someone that's a dick. (laughs) Then you're allowed. Double dicking is allowed. MTK. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.